0: Dungeon Made Me Do It is a real play D&D podcast. Not sure what that means, here's what you need to know. We the characters will act our way through an adventure. The story progresses by our actions, which don't always work out. The degree of success is measured by the roll of a 20-sided dice. 20 being an absolute success in our favor and one being a critical failure. We'll be playing with milestone leveling for anyone wanting to keep track. We'll be starting our story at level three, where level one and two will be aired separately as they are individual stories. Before we begin our story, you can find us on our socials, where any and all feedback is appreciated. You can find us on Twitter at the Dungeon MMDI or our subreddit at the Dungeon Made Me Do It.
1: Welcome to another episode, kind of a side episode of the Dungeon Made Me Do It. I'm Josh. I'm your Dungeon Master. We got a few characters here tonight. We've got Jorge playing as Karthix and Jen playing as Victoria. Do we need introductions for this? Probably not
2: mini-series. <laughs>
1: we're going to kind of do a side thing. Victoria had to follow some guys. So we're going to start off with that. So we're taking you back to when you guys were in the tavern. You had met some of these uh, Vistani and Blood on the Vine tavern in uh, Barovia. And they kind of had some type of vial that they were trying to peddle to Karthix about how he could leave the mists and how he could get out of here. So we'll just kind of start with that. So maybe after your conversation, maybe you guys stepped away from it. How do you two interact with each other, and, and what do you guys decide to do?
0: Karthik is going to, you know, as he exits the table, he's gonna kind of push past everybody and head up to the bar where Victoria is, and he's just kind of kind of leaning close and in a lower voice to her, just explaining. To him. So, oh, before we do that. Do you have a description of Elnick?
1: Yeah, I can kind of tell you what they look like. Actually, I can show you a picture of them as well. A Standard, you know, stereotypical, like how a gypsy would type of look, you know, or a traveling nomad. Um, so,
2: human. You
1: yeah, definitely human. And I can show you. So he might be like the the guy who's got the you know the long beard, the long black hair, uh, bandana on, probably some colorful clothes. Again, like when I described them in the bar, they kind of stood out. They have you know. Maybe some like purples or reds or greens, while well, everybody else is almost this sort of gray or tan or like a dirty off white. They might have lots of jewelry on them, different things like that.
2: So they definitely look like some traveling gypsies.
1: Yeah, they stand out from the regular Borovians. And even their mannerism, too, that they seem very carefree. Like everybody else is the leak and like they're like. Everything mm-hmm. sucks around them. These guys, eh, whatever. They don't care. They're having a good time wherever they're at.
0: Karthex is just going to lean over and talk to Victoria. Gesture over to Elnick sitting there and just be like, hey, I need you to keep an eye on him and this vile of blue liquid let you enter and exit the mist back to our home and I need you to see if... That's real if we can use that as kind of an escape route. So,
2: do you want me to talk to him or just kind of follow him around a little bit?
0: Wait till they exit, see what you can pick up. If you need to follow him, whatever you need, just Mm -hmm. keep your cover, okay?
1: Do we remember what time you guys were at the tavern? Um, I'm trying to think up top of my head when I did this. About three. Yeah, I don't think it was like nighttime or anything, so.
2: No, he said about three and we left at about
1: eight. Eventually, these guys will get up. Um, and they'll head out. It looks like they're almost leaving town. The 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 three of them. So, what what are you wanting to do?
2: Um, I mean, I can duck in, you know, I I guess some alleyways or just Mm -hmm. places that they can't see me, or even climb on top of buildings because um, it seemed like the buildings were fairly close together. That maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, it was possible that I could kind of jump across, you know, the roofs that to kind of keep with them but still be hidden.
1: Okay, if you want to do the roofs to, to kind of you know <laughs> follow them that way, which is yep, fine. Yeah. So, so it's going to be a trade-off. So it's going to be more difficult to do it. So you're probably going to have to mm-hmm. do an acrobatics check, but you will have to v- advantage on your stealth if you want to go that route. Otherwise, you'll just do a straight stealth check and see. There you go. It's 18 okay.
2: over 13, I guess.
1: Go ahead and give me a stealth check with advantage as you're, as you're tailing these guys. Okay. Ooh, oh, 21. Yeah. <laughs> you are completely in the shadows. I mean, they, these guys <laughs> seem to have no idea. And it, it's going pretty well. You're tailing them. Eventually, though, it does get to the point where they do kind of leave town. Hmm. And just a little bit in the distance, you'll see a bonfire. Not like a big, I guess I should say more like a campfire. That looks like that these guys are heading towards. That's kind of just off the road. They're actually leaving from you guys came in from the east they've left from the west side of town
2: okay so if i try to follow them to the camp um, am I unable? Can I see the camp, or am I unable to follow them to the camp? Or are gonna have to get on the ground. Oh, yeah, and I gotta follow. get down.
1: Right. I won't make a new do another stealth check. That's fine. You did really good on that one. But, <laughs> but yeah, it looks like there's probably a few people around there. Looks around a campfire. You can see some horses and some carts, some wagons. And again, just kind of like how their clothing are, the wagons are kind of colorfully like painted, and they've got decorations on them. I mean, almost think of like carnival style. Uh, looking mm-hmm.
2: things. Is there anywhere that I can hide that possibly I can, like, listen in on some conversation about them talking or,
1: you sure. know? Yeah, I'd say. say-
2: are talking yeah. about, talking to Karthiks even.
1: They're gonna go into this little encamp, and there's probably gonna be a dozen other people there. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just a collection. I mean, there's there's some men, there's some women. You might see uh, like a kid or two running around too. Maybe they're, they're cooking some food, or maybe some of them are drinking, but um, they just kind of greet each other. The three men, they kind of sit around the fire with, there's an older gentleman there, he's talking to them. You can't quite make out what they're saying. If you do another stealth check, we begin mm-hmm. to have you get a little closer to hear what they're talking about.
2: <laughs> That's not so good. An eight is not great. <laughs>
1: so, yeah. you I just you are, tripped you are... and
2: fell into the fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're going to get closer to this camp. As cliche as it is, you're going to step on a branch <laughs> and it's going to break. The older man kind of cocks his head in your direction. And he does kind of call out. He says, you know, it's much warmer by the fire if you want to come over. Actually, I need, I need to do my voice. <clears throat> Gotta get into it. <laughs> you know, it's much warmer by the fire. Come on over.
2: Okay. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I was just trying to check on things and, and, and see where these people had come from. Um, we don't see very many faces around here, and uh, I just wanted to check in.
1: Mm, so you're curious. You can kind of see that there's kind of like a grin on the, the guys that came from the tavern as they see you coming over they seem to me probably yeah, they recognize you but they don't say anything the old gentleman will kind of beckon you next to him this is it's okay i'm sure you've heard many rumors about us, but uh we're harmless for the most part you know there's many things that say that we are in uh, the league with the devil himself but uh we just keep to ourselves and he keeps to himself and he'll actually pour, like, a picture of wine that they've been drinking from. He'll offer you a cup. Uh,
2: where did you guys come from? Where, uh, we haven't seen very many newcomers into the town. Um, w- how did you get here?
1: We've always been here. This is our home. We've always lived here for since my grandfather lived here and since his grandfather. Yeah. And um, he'll kind of, like, almost think to himself a little bit. And he says... I'm sure you wonder about where you are, what's going on. Many of you outsiders come here. you almost like a a lost pup wandering around. I, I do apologize if any of my brethren have taken advantage of that. They do that at times, but it's all in good fun. We don't make wish to make enemies of you. In fact, uh... If you have time, you know, I do have a story that might clear a few things up for you, if you're uh, interested.
2: Maybe um, the your some of your gentlemen were trying to sell a friend of mine um, a vial to get us out of the mist, come back like where we came from. This just doesn't seem like something that's possible. We have there's too much going on here that. It doesn't
1: seem possible to just kind of get out. Yes, well, uh, my friend Alnik, he, he seems to take advantage of those less fortunate. It's okay, Alnik. This one seems all right, and and he's like, and then Alnick kind of almost like you know put his hands up, and like ah, I tried, you know. He's like, yes. <laughs> it's so, sometimes sometimes the potions work, sometimes they don't. But don't put too much stock in that. You're here now. Take what stock in that you will and make the best out of your situation. But um, if you do want to hear the story, I'll tell you. Oh, and, and actually, he hasn't introduced himself. He says, Oh, my <laughs> apologies. My name is Stanimir. It's his pleasure. And you are? And he'll kind of go out to like shake your hand or. I'm Victoria. Well, then. <clears throat> he kind of takes the cup, fills his mouth with some wine, and he turns and he like spits it into the fire. The flames flashed from orange to almost as green light. You see them, almost mesmerizing you. They kind of dance and sway, and it almost looks as if some shapes are kind of appearing out of the fire. Like not that they're coming at you, but it's almost as if you can see something in there. He says, "We come from this ancient land, before that, and more ancient land, a land of kings. Our enemies forced us from our homes, and now." We wonder the lost roads. These dark shapes in the fire, they start to take form of a man being knocked from his horse. There's a spear in his side. And Stanimir continues, One night, a wounded soldier staggered into our camp. He collapsed. We nursed his in terrible injuries and quenched his thirst with wine. He survived. When we asked him who he was, he wouldn't say. All he wanted was just to return home, but we were deep in the lands of his enemies. We took him as one of our own and followed him back towards his homeland. His enemies hunted him. They said he was a prince, yet we didn't give him up, even when their assassins fell upon us like wolves. Deeper in this bonfire you can see a dark figure standing with a sword drawn, fighting off like a whole host of shadowy shapes. This man of royal blood fought to protect us as we protected him. We bore him safely to his home and he thanked us. He said, I owe you my life. Stay as long as you wish. Leave when you choose and know that you will always be safe here. Um, In that fire, you see the the figure in the fire vanishes as it slays its final foe. And then it kind, of, it kind of disperses in a cloud of smoke and embers. So up until this point, stanimir has been kind of like, you know, a little joyful. But then, like, his tone kind of changes a little bit. Curse has befallen our noble prince. Turning him into a tyrant. We alone have the power to leave his domain. We've traveled far and wide to find heroes such as yourselves. To end our dreadlord's curse and put his troubled soul to rest. Our leader, Madam Eva, you'll meet her later, but um, she will be able to guide you to help you do this. Many of us have given up on this dream. We've kind of lived our lives as they are now, but I still hold on to hope that there are those who may change this world. It is bleak as you see, but perhaps there is hope still. So. Well, that, he'll kind of be silent for a minute and just kind of look at the fire, what's left of it. And everybody else is kind of like quiet around you as well.
2: I kind of want to be that obnoxious person and be like, whoa, mm-hmm. how did you do that with like, the, the dancing and stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. I want to see. I want to be able to make the fire dance.
1: Uh, are you going to say that to him? <laughs> yeah. He'll smile again. He'll say, oh, we, we have our ways. I cannot share all my tricks with you. <laughs> You're the people you travel with they're good people
2: um we kind of have just started and and then just sort of bumped into each other on accident. Um, they seem to be good people. I have kind of stuck stuck with them to just to help because you know when I met the the big tall dumb one, he was fighting off some wolves and I, I just felt compelled to, to help him because it was just him and some, some dire wolves. And it was, it was just, I don't know. I felt compelled to help him and I just kind of follow them and and I'm doing the best that I can to try to help this town get back to get back some of the things that I feel like they have, they deserve. But it seems like, it seems like they're good people and we we seem to work well together so I, I I mean I I hope we can help this town out
1: yes I see <sighs> Borovia's much far bigger than you most likely imagined there are those here that are beyond saving many beyond saving but I don't know perhaps you could do some good perhaps not perhaps You'll fall victim to the curse yourself. Just as I know that there's hope that maybe something can change. I believe there's hope. Something within our prince. He was a good man at one time. Something is taking up. If you leave here, travel west along the road. You'll come to a fork. Move north along the fork. And there you will find another encampment of our of our people. Madame Ava will be up there. She may be able to guide you further. But, well, that is a road. It's dangerous, but if you feel that you can walk it, my blessings.
2: Okay. Well, thank you. I I appreciate your honesty and 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 the good show too. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Anytime, Victoria. This has been a pleasure.
0: The Dungeon Made Me Do It is Trevor playing the role of Scar, Jennifer as the lovely Victoria, Kyle playing Shashara Storm, Joshua RDM, Bill in the role of Theredon Deathseeker, and I myself Jorge play Carthax King. We are a new podcast group, so if you like us, check us out on our socials and leave us a comment. Our Twitter is the Dungeon and check out our subreddit at the Dungeon Made Me Do It.